Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to episode 104 of Trundle Bed Tales. This is the 45th anniversary of the Little House in the Prairie cast reunion. And welcome to Trundle Bed Tales, the podcast about Laura Ingalls Wilder, historic foodways, one-room schools, and other social history. This is Sarah Utah, the host and creator of Trundle Bed Tales. Find us around the web under Trundle Bed Tales on your favorite social media platform. If you listen or just have an account on iTunes, please leave positive feedback because that's helped people find the show. And before we join our special guest, let's have just a little bit of housekeeping. And uh, I want to remind you that you can be the part of the show. We are live, so you can call in at 714-242-5253. That's 714-242-5253 or toll-free 1-877-633-9389. That's toll-free 1-877-633-9389. And it looks like our chat room is actually working today, which, you know, our regular listeners should know that uh, Blog Talk Radio has been having massive issues with that. But we are back and rolling, which is a happy thought. Uh, and if you are ever wanting to listen to a show at the as when it goes out, and uh, you don't want to be just streaming at your computer, you can also call in and listen at those two same numbers. And if you want to catch an episode later, you can stream it on my website or on the Blog Talk Radio website or download it on iTunes uh, as an MP3 file for free. So uh, we hope that you will want to catch up with all our shows. Uh, I haven't had many uh, presentations for this month, but there are several Laura Ingalls Wilder events at the home sites, including the uh, Laura Days at uh, Pep, uh, I'm sorry, Laura Days in Ind- Prairie Days in Independence, if I can say it right, and Laura Days in Baroque, Iowa. So uh, I hope that you will try and make a Laura home site event this year. And of course, the very best one is the one we're going to be talking about today. So I think that rounds up our our housekeeping. Oh, except I should mention that we've been trying uh, to do one episode on, uh, while the other episodes kind of uh, float around depending on when people have time and when I have time, I've been trying to do an episode on the first uh, Sunday afternoon of each month. So keep an eye out for that and you'll see what our latest episode is. And I think that rounds up our housekeeping. And welcome back to the program, Amy. Hello, Sarah. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? I am Amy Foster. I'm the director here at the Laura Ingalls Wilder Museum in Walnut Grove. Uh, I've been here now, uh, just celebrated 20 years in April, so still having fun at it. Uh, I love meeting the fans and visiting with them and chit-chatting about the books and the TV series as well. So, um, yeah, that's me. And we're so excited to have you on today because you were talking about what is probably going to be the biggest Laura event of the summer, which is the cast reunion coming to Walnut Grove. Uh, and, yes. and Walnut Grove, if you are unaware, absolutely loves the TV show because how many times does it say the name Walnut Grove and on the banks of Plum Creek, the book's set there? Zero. Zero. <laughs> 
So they love it. And they ha you have done some really uh, great stuff in terms of working with the actors and getting all sorts of cool things. Thank you. Yeah, we have fun. Um, you know, first and foremost, we're, we're a, a Laura site. I mean, Laura actually lived here. The family lived here, worked here. Um, pa helped build the master's store and hall across the street. Um, you know, it, we're all part of that definitely, too. But because this TV series was kind of based in Walnut Grove, and that's what they kept repeating on the show, um, we have a lot of TV fans that come and visit us as well. Um, so we try to kind of split that up a little bit and explain both parts of it. Um, you know, they're both great things, but they are completely different in most regards. Um, but, yeah, it's always fun getting the stars here. Um, you know, we've been doing museum now, and the TV show is celebrating our 45th anniversary, and we've had stars coming. Um, basically, um, Ma Ingalls was the first one that came uh, 44 years ago. So uh, that is fun to celebrate as well and keep bringing in new stars. So I, I think probably a lot of our listeners will know this already, but since we were kind of talking about the TV show, uh, I like to just make it plain. Did Walnut Grove blow up? We did not. <laughs> the buildings that were here in Laura's time, which are very few, but there are a couple, um, are still here from Laura's time. Um, no, no blowing up. That was all Hollywood version. Um, Walnut Grove did not explode, become nothing. The railroad actually was already here when the Ingalls family was here. And you, uh, though you did have a bit of a fire, but that was later. Yes. 1903, we did have a huge fire down on our main street, and uh, again, that's when the fire department really started working to get a full fire department, and um, so yes, many of those buildings from Laura's time, as they were all wood frame buildings, um, were destroyed, so that's where we lost a lot of that history and, and that time period. Oh, and since you mentioned the fire department, I was looking at your uh I think it was on your website. I don't think it was the Facebook page uh, last night. And you're selling Walnut Grove Fire uh, Department shirts, right? Yes. Um, we're working with our local the fire department, and it was time for them to um, update their shirts and uh, get more in quantity. Um, previously, that style that we have for sale was um, really only sold to the families of the fire department. And now we're selling them to anyone and everyone. Um, just a nice soft gray t-shirt. It has the fire department logo um, and Mulner Grove Fire Department on there. And uh, yeah, it's a great fundraiser. Um, museum gains a percentage and then every shirt sold, the fire department gets $5. So we've done our initial order and we're getting the locals to come in already. And a lot of Little House fans too have are excited to promote that. Yes, it looks really great. And I, since my brother never listens to my podcast, even the ones he's on, I can say I was really thinking I'm probably going to have to get one for my brother because he's with his local fire department, volunteer fire department. There you so. go. And that's what these guys are, too. They're all local fire department people. Um, my father was on it when I was a child. My brother is currently on it. You know, neighbors, friends, everybody. So it's, it's a good cause. And they're always having to upgrade equipment, of course, just just because of timing, and uh, it, so it, it helps them out. And um, what would we do without them? I have no idea. Um, they're huge for us at the museum because they're also the weather spotters. And, again, during July in Minnesota, that's prime time for severe weather. So they're always, you know, we're one of their first calls when there's anything happening and watching for us and directing the visitors. So we owe them a lot, uh, that's for sure. And fire equipment is expensive, so the upshot is buy a shirt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, kind of get a little bit more back onto Laura business. If people come on a normal summer weekend, so not when uh, the, the reunion's happening, what is there to visit that's Laura-related in Walnut Grove? We've got the museum here. We have eight buildings to go through, plus we have the master store and hall across the street that you can walk around the outside and read a lot of information on. We're currently um, still working on that, um, remodeling that, fixing that back up to its state back in the uh, late 1800s. Uh, we've also got the Ingalls Dugout site, which is a mile and a half north of town. Um, 
as long as we don't get a lot more rain, that is currently still open, and um, you, the creek is flowing quite well out there, so it's fun to see a lot of water in there. And um, the spring is back right now because of the high rains. You can see that, which hasn't been visible now for many years. Um, the rock is underwater currently, uh, so you can't see that, but we have the direction pointed out. And um, it's beautiful out there because everything's greening up now, especially, and prairie flowers and stuff will be back in. So, yeah, you've definitely got the dugout site as well to see. So um, what uh, changes have you gotten lately around uh, the museum for um, and around the town? Because I know you've been having to do an amazing amount of repair work, but the pageant's up and running. What else is new? Um, at the museum here, we've been doing uh, just some basic maintenance and things. Uh, we were able to put new siding, new windows, insulation on what we call Grandma's House here at the museum this last year and a half. So that was a large investment for us. Um, we purchased the Master Store and Hall, which is across the street from the museum. That we put a roof on and did a false front back on. And now we're currently waiting for um, donations and funds for that so we can uh, take off the old porch and install the appropriate porch to look like the 1800s. Um, we also have our lumberyard building, which is to the east of the gift store. Uh, that we purchased a few years ago, and our plan is to have uh, at least one room in that open this summer with more TV memorabilia, pictures, um, uh, cast scripts and things to look at. So a little more teasing with the, the Little House fans especially, the TV fans. Well, you see, i got to get back to Walnut Grove. I haven't even seen that building yet. Thanks. I know, I know. It's not quite open yet, but um, we're hoping here in the next couple of weeks we've got to build a, uh, some steps and a ramp up to it, and um, that'll be a nice addition and a teaser. At some point, what we hope is to have all the TV series memorabilia over in this lumberyard building to kind of keep it a little separate from the actual historic Laura Museum. Well, and that sort of works in a little bit with the TV show with uh, Pa working at the lumber mill. Exactly. <laughs> you could even do a cool mural of that on the side. You there you go. Face. I should do that. <laughs> Somebody should do that, not me. I'm not the painter in the group. <laughs> so um, for those of you who haven't been to the museum, how it's currently arranged is in uh, what used to be the Revere Depot, which is you know the railroad depot on the museum grounds, is half historic Laura and half TV show with the Laura Room. Uh, what are some of the original props that you like the best from the TV show? And I believe you just had some great additions added just this last year. We did. Um, we have had the mantle now from the TV series um, for several years. So that is up with a mock fireplace uh, display. We also had one uh, dress set from the series. Um, we don't know who wore the dress, actually, and we're always kind of watching for somebody to find it on an episode for us and tell us who it was. But those two pieces we've had now for a long time. This year, um, we were able to acquire the um, fiddle from the Little House TV cast sets. Um, it's the actual fiddle that Michael Landon held all the time when he was pretending to play and the girls were dancing around. Um, that was a huge um, asset to the museum. That is so neat to see and know that it was actually used by them and all the actors got to you know, see it and, and be a part of that. And then we were able also to purchase um, an outfit of Mr. Edwards. Um, we have his hat, his shirt, and boots. And that's from the later years of the TV series as well. Um, they're a darling. They are so fun and so cute. And then um, Melissa Gilbert uh, was selling these two items, the fiddle and Mr. Edwards' outfit, and then she had another auction from her home. And in that, we were able to purchase a picture. It's from the very last episode after they blew up the town. It's the complete cast, sets, props, horsemen, everybody in this one great, big, beautiful picture sitting together. And then different actors have autographed around the print for Melissa and signed it. Ma Ingalls, Nellie, um, a few others. And um, we now have that original print on display as well, too. And then you can purchase copies of that print. Um, we have those for sale in the gift store as well. 
Um, so that's fun, too. A lot of big new additions for us when it comes to the TV series. And I just, I am so glad you guys got the fiddle because I really think of all the things that are fitting for you guys to have, I think the fiddle is, is really belonged there. I'm glad you got that. Yep, and Joel, our collections manager, has done an awesome uh, job of displaying the fiddle and the Mr. Edwards outfit. So they look so nice. Um, you'll see them right away, and it's just, yeah, it kind of sets off the room right away when you walk in. Boom, there's that TV fiddle, and right behind it you see the mantle, and right to the right of that you see Mr. Edwards' outfit. So um, you feel like you're you're right back in time again, right back to those 1970s TV shows. And I I really like the mantle because you can tell that the fireplace wasn't set up to draw properly. So it's really <laughs> black, and it's more black on one side than the other, which you know, really reinforces it was a really bad job of a chimney, <laughs> which I just find hilarious. So, But you can. Definitely. As you, you watch as you watch the episodes through the years, you can watch it getting blacker and blacker and blacker. <laughs> And yep. um, and I like Doc Baker's. Uh, I'm doing air quotes, not that anybody can see that on radio. Doc Baker's <laughs> air quotes uh, outfit that he had from the shows he did, and the um, doctor's bag that was really his grandfather's doctor's bag that he used on the show because his dad was or grandfather was a prairie doctor. And I just think that is so cool. That's one of my favorite things to see there. That and that amazing collect stamp poster with the um, Pa and Laura and Mary on it. I so want that thing. So it is a very it. neat poster that we were able to find. Actually, um, happened to catch it on eBay. And, um, it, yeah, it's a huge poster of advertising for collecting stamps from the U.S. Postal Service. Um, so. it, it's just fun. You know, we've got some other smaller prints, too, of Michael Landon when he was um, uh, selling cameras or pitching cameras. Um, I want to say, was it Kodak? I think it's Kodak. Um, we've got a few little signs and stuff of him doing that as well. Um, so, yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun to find those so, old treasures. So if you ever find the stamps one, I have first dibs on another copy of it. All right. I will try to remember that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, you talked about uh, Karen Grassel Ma being the first person to come uh, from the TV show to visit Walnut Grove when the show was actually on. And they're really interesting uh, pictures because she was bringing her prairie dress and it got lost. So she's wearing a very 70s polyester um, pants outfit thing with her little prairie bonnet that I think she got out of the gift shop. So they're yes. great pictures. <laughs> yeah, uh, and definitely we've got, you know, those pictures from all the different stars' visits, you know, on display in the museum, and that's what will be nice, too, about having this extra room open. We'll have a lot of space for additional photos that we just don't have the room for in the one room. Um, so you can just see that many more to enjoy and remember those episodes. And you can fill in this space with real Laura stuff, right? Exactly. <laughs> okay, so, um, so who are some of the other people that have come for visits over the years? We've had the twins that played Carrie, the twins that played Grace. Um, we've had um, Melissa Sue Anderson came back in the early 70s um, as part of the series. Uh, we've had, you know, Doc Baker was here, and um, we've had El Manzo and Nellie, of course, several times. Um, I think she's at the lead of as many, the one with the most visits to Walnut Grove right now. Um, uh, Hersha Parody, who played uh, Mrs. Garvey, and uh, this year what's going to be fun is we have the four cast members that made up the Carter family that moved into the Ingalls house in the later years after the Ingalls moved away from Walnut Grove. Um, we have the complete family that will be here, and they are all new um, to doing some of these events, and to have the whole family together is just going to be awesome. I'm so excited to meet all of them. And be sure to get some pictures of just those four together because that would be an awesome backdrop for your later uh, 
uh, props that you find and stuff. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. No, I, they're going to be fun. I know it. So we're, we're excited. So um, I think probably the idea for doing a cast uh, reunion this year uh, came from the one you did back uh, for the 40th anniversary. Um, was uh, Why did you think it was worth doing another one? What did you like about the last reunion that you said, yes, we have to do it again? Um, we had a great turnout, and the fans were fabulous. Uh, they enjoyed meeting the stars, seeing the stars. Um, we did a little bit different. Usually when we have a star, it's one or two together. And um, 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 one star alone or two together. Um, now Amy, I think we might have just lost you. All right, everybody. We did just lose her. So hopefully she's going to figure that out and call back. So um, while she's doing that, uh, I want to say that I did go for the 2014 reunion. And one thing you should realize if you are uh, a, uh, or if you're someone who's been to Walnut Grove other times, is that uh, Walnut Grove gets very, very full for one of these reunions. Uh, you are going to want to park your car someplace in town and then fair, hopefully fairly early in the day, and hopefully that will be the last time that you will need to try and move it because uh, it uh, during the day because it really, there is just, so many people, and I think we've got Amy back. We've got Amy back. Yes, Sarah. Yay. Sorry, my phone died on me. <laughs> no, that's right. That's kind of funny because I was warning you what to do if I dropped out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate you calling back. Yeah, sorry about that. No, um, again, reason for doing the reunion. You know, the fans were fabulous. They had so much fun meeting everybody. Um, the cast has fun, just seeing the huge amount of fans. Um, some of them that were new last time just couldn't imagine that that many people were still in love that much with Little House. And it is. It's still huge everywhere, around the world even. Um, so it's fun. And, you know, like all of us, we're all getting older, and um, we want to really celebrate these actors that are still with us from this series. Um, we're, we're losing some every year, and it's sad. And the way to do that, you know, is, is by doing these, you know, every few years type of thing. And, and in the years between, we've had one or two actors come, but it's nice to do a big reunion every few years. It is. And uh, I think uh, you're right that this is a, a, the perfect time to do it. And if anybody out there is wavering and you want to meet cast members, I have no qualms in saying this is your very best chance to do that, that you were going to find. So come to the reunion if you want to meet cast members. It is. It's great. And then, especially now since we did the 40th, you know, we had all the actors appear prior to the pageant, our outdoor play, in the evening. And they were all on stage together and each had a few minutes to talk about, you know, what their role was and what they're doing now. And then we did, you know, Q&A, questions and answers for probably a good hour and the fans loved it. The stars were amazed at the questions that people were coming up with. Um, and that is so fun. And what's fun, too, because we do it the two nights, the questions are different each night. And I learned many things still, too. I mean, I grew up with the show. I've read the books. And I'm here at the museum. And I still learn things every single time. Um, and they're so fun about their answers and, and telling the truth of, well, you know, this was happening behind the scene, really. And I had a crush on so-and-so, just like every other girl did in the United States. And um, it's, it's fun. They are so fun. So I, I know there would be zero plans made for it yet, but are you uh, planning to probably try again for the 50th? Oh, I would definitely think so. Well, that is good to hear. So um, to, to stick with the 45th one this year, 
Uh, so far, who has agreed to come? Well, we have Nellie and Almanzo and Car- one of the Carries and Grace and Mrs. Garvey, Miss Beadle. Um, we have Mr. and Mrs. Carter and their two sons. Uh, we have uh, John Jr., uh, Mr. Edwards' son, adopted son. Um, hopefully I'm not forgetting somebody. I think that kind of covers them all. So, again, four new people, which is awesome, too. Um, it's fun for the other actors who have been here several times that they can point out what's going on and, and where things are because they've been here. And, uh, again, we all learn something new every year. So uh, that's, it's always good, too. And we're going to have awesome weather this time. Uh, at the 40th, we had a rainy day on Saturday, but the fans stuck it out. They were outside yeah. with bags um, over their shoulders trying to keep dry singing in the rain, dancing in the rain. Uh, they weathered through and it became a beautiful, warm day. So um, we're going to make it this year. <laughs> well, I hope so. That was not fun standing in the park that day as the rain came down. I looked like <laughs> a drowned rat. Yes, everybody was, though. So you, you weren't the only one. <laughs> That's true. So um, I know there are... Uh, reasons why you don't have, you know, all the the cast members there. I mean, some of them are have passed on and various other things, but uh, I know people always want to know about um, how you pick who's coming and uh, how that whole process works. So to kind of head off complaints, how does it work? Yeah, actually we go in and um, we pick the ones that kind of we know that are fan favorites and kind of start off with that. I mean, we would always love to have more of the Ingalls family. It's just hard with their schedules. And some are no longer um, doing appearances with the Little House series. They've moved on, which is understandable. And uh, others are just too darn busy to be able to break away to come to Walnut Grove. Um, we had some of those this year especially that they tried, and it was just a scheduling con- conflict with dates. Um, so, again, hopefully we'll have them in another time or just a single year by themselves again. Um, and, and that's very doable as well, too. Um, but, yeah, we just kind of go down our list of some of the favorites and who knew we could try to get and, and work on trying to contact them. Some um, are not openly out there of where they're at and what they're doing now. They're just living normal, quote, <laughs> life and um, just want to do that. They're, they're not interested in, in the Little House reunions and such. And, and, and that's definitely their prerogative and, and their choice. We understand that and, and, and you know, leave them be with their own um, life and, and go on from there. But uh, it's a hard choice. It's a hard decision. Uh, you know, we have to pay to have them visit us and, and you know, basic fees and things like that. So it, it gets expensive. And at some point you just kind of have to put a limit on how many. Um, yes, I would love to do 20 at a time. I think it would be crazy fun. But there's a limit of how many people in a small town with volunteers and things that we can get um, and still make it a worthwhile project for them as well as the visitors. Um, Walnut Grove, again, is only about 850 people. So the whole town is involved in events on these normal weekends, let alone on a reunion weekend. Yeah, the, the pop, was it like the population tripled during the event last year, I think it was? Yeah, we had close to 2,400 people on the hill the first night of the reunion in uh, 2014. So, yeah, you know, you're talking at least tripling. Yeah, <laughs> it gets a little crazy and wild and traffic jams. And remember, again, Walnut Grove being so small, there are no stoplights. There's only stop yeah. signs and yield signs. Uh, there's even a few gravel roads in town yet, too. So, um, And this year we're dealing with some construction right on Highway 14. Um, makes it interesting. And then because of the flooding that we had last summer, uh, we still have two roads currently that are completely washed out, gone, that you cannot drive over um, to get into Walnut Grove. So it takes a little time and patience to get here. Well, let me just underline for uh, people who are listening that the actors who come are paid to come. This isn't just people showing up. So that is a real limitation. They can only afford to have so many people. So if your favorite isn't there, be a little understanding. 
they, I'm sure, maximized the number of people that they possibly could. And that was the reason why the date was floating a little bit to try and align as many people's schedules as possible. So I'm, I'm sure you, it was a hard job, and I'm glad that you got a group as big a group as you did coming. Yeah, yeah, it is always hard, and and uh, getting the right date that's going to work for the majority, and at some point you just got to say this is it. And and again, you know, some of these we would love to have and just could not make it this year. We definitely are going to be working on getting them um, on various years, even just by themselves or a couple together, um, because they are great people and the fans love them. And you know, personally, this is uh, just a little hint to the side that while there's some of these people who probably wouldn't come for a single event, if it is a single event, I think you are much more likely to have time to actually talk to them a couple minutes as opposed to this when there's so many people, you kind of just have to keep moving along. So I actually like it when there's just one or two of the people there a lot better in terms of experience, but some of these people you would never have that chance for. Correct. Yeah, it is. It's a little more relaxing when there's just one or two. Um, the crowds are much smaller and such. But yeah, um, and I, I get a big thrill and a rush from these big weekends. Um, they're so fun. Um, we're all very, very tired afterwards, of course, and everyone tries to get out of town for a vacation afterwards. But uh, they're they're definitely fun. But yeah, it is nice when we can even have more time to visit just one on one with a single actor or actress that is here. Um, but, yeah, no, we're getting very excited. We just got um, airline flights uh, scheduled for almost everyone right now, so that's another big step closer. Uh, you know, we're barely a month away from the pageant starting and then from the reunion, so it's it's coming up fast, and it's kind of crazy. Yeah, the year just seems to be just zooming along. Yeah, no kidding. So um, can you kind of walk through a kind of rough schedule of what of the, the individual events you have going during the three days? Sure. Um, Friday and Saturday are going to be very similar in schedules. Um, exact times haven't been determined yet, but just to kind of give you an idea. Um, Friday morning we'll have an autograph session right away in the morning. All autograph sessions will be at the city park, which is just a block south of the museum, so easy to find uh, when you're in town. And it's within walking distance of the museum, which is nice. So we've got the autograph session in the morning, then on Friday we have a luncheon with the stars, and that sold out immediately within two hours of um, putting tickets online. Six people get to have a seat at the table with their star of choice, and um, we'll have a nice luncheon, a little visiting time together, and then we're also having a uh, silent auction with that event. Some exclusive little house items um, for sale are up for auction uh, to raise some funds for the museum and, and continue our projects here at the museum. Then we've got uh, two autograph sessions scheduled for Friday afternoon. We'll probably have a couple stars be on stage in the park as well. Um, we haven't determined exactly who and at which time, but um, we just put a couple up on stage and let them talk about their careers and what's going on. Um, not sure which day, either Friday or Saturday, but we hope to have the whole Carter family, the four of them together on stage to talk about you know, their time coming onto the show later in the series, taking over the Ingalls house, you know, what, what that was like as well. Um, oh, and boy, then, I'd really like to hear that. That sounds really interesting. For that one. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm very excited to hear about that one because, again, they're all new, and uh, it, it should be fun. It should definitely be fun. And then on and me, Friday night, of course. Me, oh, let me ahead. interrupt there for a minute. Uh, for the autograph sessions, and you said they're all going to be in the park. So is there? are you still going to have – uh, divided lines, or is it going to be just one big long line for the autograph? Nope. Um, each star is going to have their own line. So when you're in line, you can have two items signed by your star. So if I'm in Allison's line, I've got my two items. I am just in her line. When I'm done with her line, I can either go back and get in her line again for other items, or I move on to another line for one of the other stars. So it hopefully will keep the lines moving a little bit faster. Um, yeah, you're not going to get three at once, but at least it keeps you moving. You know, in prior times we had three stars at one table, and you could opt for which ones you wanted from that table. Uh, this time it's going to be individual, so it should keep things moving quite, a lo quite along quite well. Um, there will be a fee, a bracelet fee that you'll have to purchase to get in line for the autograph sessions. Um, that's going to be $35 for a one-day bracelet or 60 for a two-day. 
and that gets you into multiple lines. You could hit one person ten times, or you could hit all of them three times, or whatever. It, it covers you for all those autographs. Um, we do have a limit of two items per person to be autographed. If it's a TV photo, it has to be purchased through the museum, which we'll have um, the pictures at the museum gift store, as well as a large booth at the park selling the actors' photos. Um, these are their photos that we're selling for them. Um, so again, it helps them with you know, offsetting some of the fees and things of their visit. And um, you know, if you have that favorite book or TV game or, or whatever it might be, those items are acceptable as well too. And um, again, there'll be three autograph sessions both days. Um, so there should be plenty of time for people to be able to get in, get their different autographs, um, fun items to purchase, um, you know, and keep that going as well. And just another hint from me, uh, to be considerate, whatever you're bringing, make sure it signs easily to keep lines going. And if you think it might need to take some kind of different pen or something, make sure you have one of those with you so we can just kind of keep the line moving along. And remember that there are people behind you in line, and I am sure there are going to be long lines. Although I'm glad to know that there's a difference in how you're organizing it. I will be curious to find out afterwards if that uh, worked better for you. you know, yeah, logistics. yeah, definitely. That's I love logistics. Yeah. <laughs> And the actors will all have um, black Sharpies to write on items as well, too. But like Sarah said, yeah, if there's some kind of a special glossy item or something just a little different, um, you might want to test it at home and see what's going to work best. You know, we don't want you to get a photograph with a Sharpie on something and somehow it still wipes off later. That would just be devastating for me especially. Um, you know, yeah. we want you to have something that's going to last for a long time. And, and, you know, we've got books by the actors and stuff that will be here. Um, we've had people uh, pre-order uh, the book by Wendy, Lee, uh, Wendy Lou Lee, and unfortunately, we're only going to be receiving um, 60 copies of that book, so we're kind of limited, and there'll be just a, a select amount that have pre-ordered those that will get those. Unfortunately, we had over 80 people that wanted to pre-order, um, but again, we'll have those in, and then we will be getting more of those in in August, and she's working on some ideas on how she can also sign those as well for people. Um, so they'll still be souvenir-based and stuff, too. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's getting exciting to see what's going to be happening down there. Um, you know, and then each night they'll be out at the pageant site prior. They'll start at 7 o'clock out there and, again, talk a little bit about their careers, do Q&A for about an hour or so. Then we have a nice little break with an intermission, and then the show will start. And um, just kind of a side note with that pageant, um, they have 60 actors and actresses in that pageant this year and several new faces I'm excited to see um, just to get that experience too out there. So they're excited. They just started practicing on Monday night. Um, school is finally out here, so they're hard at work already, and they'll be moving. They uh, practice in town first in the school just to kind of keep people corralled a little bit, and then they move right out to the pageant site now, um, just a mile and a half out in the country and start working out there as well, too. So they're hard at it and ready for visitors, too. And the pageant is really wonderful. It's, it's very, very well done. I'm always telling people about how well put together it is. My mom, who's seen a lot of outdoor productions because my dad was in the theater, she's, and she is a little biased because she says if she never hears Laura's name again, she'd be perfectly happy. And she says, <laughs> it's the best outdoor production she's ever seen. So that's how good it is. And that's a huge that. compliment for us. It is. It and is a great show. And again, um, this year will now be their 42nd year. If I, if I think I'm correct here, um, I'll put it on that play. It started, you know, 1978 and has been going strong since, um, again, last year they had the huge downfall with, um, you know, we had, what was it over, um, you know, 10 inches of rain in less than 10 hours. Um, the pageant site had up to four to six feet of water on stage. Um, so, again, if you're out there this year, look at it and try to imagine that water out there. Um, it's crazy. Um, so they've cleaned things up. They're actually um, putting in some new buildings for the sets. So that's going to be interesting. I just was out there the other day, and some of the sets are gone. Um, it looks a little scary, but they're working on replacing those. And um, it's it's going to be great. It's, they're going to be a new year. It's a new ma this year for the pageant, which is just, I mean, she's such a strong character in the show. 
um, that really changes a lot of things too in the show. Well, I now you're making me feel bad. I really want to get out there. I don't think I'm going to make it this year, but I really want to. Um, so, if there are people who are still deciding to come, one of the tricks I always say, uh, even on a normal weekend, if you're going to get to Walnut Grove, the important thing is to get a place to stay and to get that figured out first. And I know that a lot of things have booked already because there have been people who have been planning this um, over a year, I think, ever since you announced that there might be one. So uh, what are you currently telling people in terms of where they could stay? I'm and really encouraging them to try Marshall area hotels. Um, I know I was calling for a friend um, actually today, and one of them I you know, couldn't get through. Uh, they were full. Another one did have one opening by surprise, um, but that's your best bet um, is trying Marshall or I would say Redwood Falls, Morton area. And uh, for a normal weekend there, it, I mean, things are already well booked out now and pageant weekends are always the busiest time to find a place, which is one of the reasons why I'd say even if you're just thinking about going, go ahead and get the hotel reservation, and you can always cancel it if you decide later. Um, this weekend or this time, things are so packed it doesn't really matter. But if this was a normal weekend uh, that you want to go to Walnut Grove some other time, not during the reunion, uh, besides having um, ho- there isn't any hotels in Walnut Grove, but there is a good list on the museum page under lodging. There are also uh, two uh, Airbnbs in Walnut Grove. Is it still two, or have you gotten anybody else to come on board? Actually, yeah, we have a third one now, too, so that's great. Oh, um, yay. Right in town and one a mile and a half out of town, so that's a huge addition to Walnut Grove. It is. I, I am so glad to hear that. And I, I am not a big Airbnb fan, but for your situation, I think that is a great thing, and I will probably have to break down and stay in one of them. Just to you need be able to because they're beautiful it. homes, and they're beautiful, just nice, comfy homes. Um, one that you rent the whole house, the others you just rent the rooms, and they're very reasonably priced um, and just make lodging so much easier if you can just stay right in town. Um, so, yeah, definitely check them out, Sarah. And when I uh, was looking to – when I did my blog post about uh, when you were getting those other two online – I looked and I was surprised because, like I said, I don't Airbnb, but there seem to be several in the area, too. So if you guys are on a normal weekend, again, looking for a place to stay, be sure to check that out as an option because I think it really um, is going to be good moving forward. And you can also reserve camping, and there is a website that you can do that for and I will put that in the show links and I just did a blog post about it not very long ago so there are definite options but as a general rule if you are planning a walnut grove trip figure out the uh, where you're going to stay first that's that's the big chunk because there's a lot to do in walnut grove but uh, and in tracy tracy's got some cool stuff to see too um, but if you're going to have to just pass through heading to a hotel somewhere else, you're going to have to miss a lot. So don't do that. Stay near Walnut Grove. Yep, and I agree 100% with you, Sarah. Lodging is your first option to do um, because it is one of the hardest. With a small town, we just can't afford a ho- local hotel and stuff just for a few months out of the year. And um, lodging is, is the most difficult part of it. So that's I encourage everyone. I know there's still tickets left for everything even this year. Um, you know, for the reunion as well as other weekends. and But lodging is your first choice. That has to get done. So uh, for people who are going, uh, what is going to be available for food? Where should they plan about um, getting something to eat? Okay. We've got in town, we have Nellie's Cafe, and we also have the Walnut Grove Bar and Grill. Uh, both have very good food, great pie at Nellie's. And uh, so those are always an option. But then during the reunion especially, we have uh, food vendors that will be in the park, um, 
both Friday and Saturday of the reunion and the other Saturdays of the pageant. Um, you know, we've got corn dogs, funnel cakes, um, egg rolls that are homemade awesome. And um, a couple other vendors with, with um, you know, kettle corn and munchies and things like that as well, too. We have uh, one of our local groups, Sons of the American Legion, and our uh, young persons group. Uh, they'll be grilling burgers and brats for sale right by the park as well, too. So it's kind of all in that nice, confined area, easy to get to. Um, then in the evenings, we have our pageant suppers, they're called. They're at our community center, which, again, is only one block in another direction from the museum. So easily, most people, you can park your car and walk all day around Walnut Grove to the fun shops, to the meals, to the park, um, all these different events, and then back to the museum again. It's their easy walking distance. Um, the meals in can the I, evening, a la carte. Yep, go ahead. Now I was just going to I was just going to say, and I strongly recommend doing that, as having been there in 2014, get a place for your car and just plan on walking around. Um, they're kind of long blocks, but they're way walkable. Just plan on parking and walking that day. It's, it'll yeah, make it, your it life far less better. Yeah, nope, it does work really nice that way, too. And yeah, we've got these evening meals that are sponsored by local groups, um, yeah, local Lions Club, um, churches sponsor one of the meals, one of the nights, school group sponsors one of the meals, and again, our firemen um, also have a night um, one of the other weekends. But yeah, it's great support for them. Um, they raise a little money as well, and it's a good kind of a home-cooked type meal. Um, it could be uh, pork sandwiches, shredded pork, shredded beef, shredded turkey, um, you know, it's good meal, potato salad, kind of an a la carte purchase type thing, and um, I know the stars hope to enjoy some of those meals as well, too. So, um, yeah, th those are easy to find. So, I mean, there's plenty of food around. Um, seven miles to the west in Tracy, we do have a Subway. Uh, makes it nice and quick. You know, they've got a variety of good food there, too. Uh, there's a grocery store here in Walnut Grove where you could, you know, pick up items to kind of do your own little uh, picnic. Tracy has one. Um, and one thing I was going to mention, too, with this highway construction, when you're coming through, stay on Highway 14 into Walnut Grove. Do not follow detour signs that says to go around. You stay on 14. You have to do some zigzagging around some posts, but you are legal to drive on Highway 14 to get into Walnut Grove. So please do so. That is a good thing to know. Thank you. Yes, um, yes. We have fortunate visitors that have followed some of these detour signs that are confusing as all get out and ending up going all the way around Walnut Grove and then still trying to figure out how to get back to us. So, um, And it looks like, unfortunately, because of the weather that we've had, this construction will not get done until um, probably the 1st of August. And that that is good to know. It's one of the things about living in Laura Land or visiting Laura Land is you have to be, uh, well, you have to be able to roll with the punches. And flooding and road construction are two big deals. Road construction almost always is, is a, a pain uh, when you're trying yeah. to get somewhere in the Midwest, but flooding especially. Uh, if anybody was planning on taking it, this, um, actually my uh, roundup for the month this time, I talked probably longer than I should have about flooding and the roads being closed, because like if you're coming from the south, I-29 is shut for a, a pretty decent piece. So um, ah. it, it's a good idea to look ahead if you're planning to go to Walnut Grove or any of the Laura sites and kind of check out with the state uh, Department of Transportation maps and make sure you're not trying to drive somewhere a road is shut. It's yep, and even just give us a call and say, hey, I'm coming from the north, what's my best option or whatever direction you're coming from. And, you know, it's a two-minute phone call and we can get you on the right direction, save you a lot of time and make sure you get here with plenty of time to visit. And, and I, I second that. Go ahead, give them a call. It's better to ask than to stumble into things. Yeah, yeah. And I would like to uh, say, too, that uh, I also really want to give a shout-out to the pageant suppers. I really think if you're wanting to know, if, especially if you're from, like, a big city and you want an idea about – uh, sort of like what it's like to live in a small town. I think one of those community suppers gives you kind of um, a, sort of a, um, 
a taste of what it's like. I mean, not everything, of course, but, you know, pe- people working together and how they know each other and talking back and forth and having the homemade desserts. And, you know, it, it just, it, it's just sort of a little um, snapshot of small town life. So I think it is, and it, it's kind of that back into um, your, your town picnics or your town gatherings where, you know, you bring the dessert and I'll bring the, the fried chicken or the, or the salads or something like that where everybody pitches in to make that meal for everyone. Um, and, and that's what this is kind of like, too. And um, it, it's, it's that kind of like a family setting almost type thing and um, very relaxing in air-conditioned building, which is awesome in July especially. So a great way to relax before the show starts. And, and there's also food out at the pageant site. I got to mention that too. They have some great snacks and sandwiches and things out there. Um, so you definitely want to, you know, grab something out there too if you can, or or if you have time or need time to do that, um, it's out there as well too. Uh, and while we're sort of talking about creature comforts, I also want to make sure we point out that um, there are nice bathrooms in the museum and the gift shop area. There's two of them. Uh, just one person each. And then there is also a bigger bathrooms in the community center, which is where the pageant suppers are. And now here is one of those little behind the scene hints. At least last time, while the entire time their town was full of people, it seemed like everybody forgot that the gas station right across the highway, still very easily walkable, has bathrooms also. So yes. rather than standing in a huge line at the museum, that is an option. So uh, yes, that and we'll, is a benefit um, you get from um, listening to you. Yes, restrooms are at the park as well, too. And we will be having uh, nice, nice, clean porta-potties. Um, we had them last time, too. And they're, they're, they're not the old-fashioned, what you think of. Um, these were beautiful, nice and clean, very well kept out throughout the day. And um, they help, too. I mean, it, it just, it all helps around town and at the pageant. And yeah, there's restrooms pretty much everywhere that you can use when needed. So, and plus the gas station has all those little snacks and nice cool drinks that you probably need throughout the day as well, too. Yes. Do you have any porta sinks to go with the porta potty? Um, they have hand sanitizers in each of the restrooms. No, I'm a big proponent of the porta sinks. Okay. Uh, so uh, then. Last time you had quite a, a bunch of uh, swag, and you have the T-shirts available for pre-order on the site. And I'm actually getting ready to pre-order one of those, but I thought I would wait until after this so you could tell me, is there anything else available so far? Um, yeah, the shirts, actually, I just heard yesterday that they, they were shipped. Um, so we're thinking we'll be getting them in early next week, hopefully. So those that have pre-ordered, they'll be going out in the mail, and then they'll be available here in the gift store, hopefully throughout the reunion. Um, just depends on how fast they go, and, and I'm already working on a reorder for those so we can have them in stock for the reunion. Um, we've got some new lanyards. It's a nice red lanyard that says Loringo's Wilder Museum. We have a reunion coffee mug that will be in. We're going to be having some real fun with pins with the stars' faces on it, so you can... I kind of think of it as the Disney World type thing. You can put your pins on your lanyard and uh, collect all those. And um, so that'll be big this year. Uh, what else have I got here? Um, oh, we're getting an exclusive uh, reunion ornament that will be coming in. It's a handcrafted wood ornament made locally. Um, those will be fun uh, with the little TV house on them. That's kind of our theme. Um, um, what else do I have out there right now? I think that's kind of the extent right now. Um, those that will be going to the, lun- the luncheon with the stars on that Friday um, will be getting their own little swag bag with some goodies that will be just exclusive to them. So that will be fun, too, for them. Um, and then there's an auction available with, those, with that event as well, too. Um, so, yeah, quite a few little things. A lot of new shirts in our gift store, um, three-quarter length uh, red and black Minnesota T-shirt, um, we've got the regular museum T-shirts, some new sweatshirts, a new hoodie sweatshirt, a zip-up sweatshirt. Um, so, yeah, we're really kind of filling the gift store. Like we said, the fireman's shirts um, are awesome as well, too, that have been added. 
so yeah, quite a few new things that way, some new little uh, display pieces in the gift store too, and more and more candy all the time because you can never have enough candy. No, you just can't. <laughs> oh, and then uh, one of our brand new items we just got in is a custom-made um, cookie cutter in the shape of the TV house. Um, we just got those in, and they are so cute. Uh, the gentleman is a tinsmith that comes to the family festival the weekends of the reunion, and um, he'll be there uh, during the reunion weekend too, I do believe, um, and does all kinds of neat little ornaments and icicles and things and cups made out of tin. And, uh, yeah, he did these ornaments for us, and we just got them in. So they're neat. I'm just going to have to come up with a way to get to Walnut Grove this year. Just so many <laughs> cool things. Okay, well, we are quickly running out of time because people always do because this is such a super fun podcast. That's when you say yes and you say, oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. <laughs> And I have fun doing it with you, too. It's always fun to get to brag and talk a little bit about what we have going on here in Walnut Grove. And it, you know, it takes, you know, a couple of years to get it together, and then it goes so fast. Um, but it is fun. And visitors have fun. I know they do. It gets a little warm, but that's part of the Minnesota weather, and uh, you got to prepare for all of it, um, from rain, snow, sleet, hail, whatever. Um, we had some of that last night, some hail uh, north of us. Thank goodness we just had a little rain and lightning, but... Um, always prepare and be ready to have some fun. Um, some things are free in the park, especially a lot of the pioneer demonstrators, um, you know, check them out. They're doing their craft for you just to sit and watch. And, and that's always fun to kind of step back in time a little bit to the 1800s. Okay. Uh, so let's, let's just review quick. So if they want a signature, they're going to have to buy an either one-day or two-day bracelet. Uh, is that they would, get, would they get that in the park, or do they get that at the museum? You can get it both in the park and at the museum. We'll have a booth both places uh, for those items. And to, uh, for the pageant and the Q&A, you would need to have a pageant ticket, and you can also get those online for the reserved assuming there's any left and then there's yep. also sitting on the hill with a blanket cough up for the reserved seats it's so much better <laughs> um, or if you're going to sit on the hill I really recommend bringing a lawn chair um, it gets really damp out there at night so you're going to want to have a sweatshirt or something but sitting on that blanket all night you're going to end up a little damp um, so lawn chair can work too but yeah reserved seats are nice too then you don't have to be hauling chairs and all that kind of stuff with you as well totally worth it um <laughs> so and then if they want to visit the museum and it's um all its displays that will be a, a separate fee then too so there would be three things that you might possibly have to uh, get tickets for yep yep and then we've got the you know the dugout site is open as well like we said um that is five dollars per vehicle out there and you just drive there on your own. Um, but a nice natural sight from the real Laura. Um, and again, the creek is so full, it's just beautiful. Okay. So do you have any other news while I still have you? I'm sure I'll think of something after I hang up. But no, I think we've really covered a lot. Okay. I think we did too. Thank you so much for coming on, Amy. And I hope that we have you back sometime soon. Sounds good. Thank you for asking me, Sarah. I always have fun. Well, I'm glad. Spread the word. All right. And with that, I want to thank you all for joining me for another episode of Trundle Bed Tales. If you liked today's episode or you're planning on the trip, I would also like to suggest the um, Polly T ep episode that I did right before this, 103, Meeting Actors with Paul E.T., who talks about um, what, how you really get autographs from actors. I think you might enjoy that one, too. And if you want to know what it's like going to the reunion, uh, I'm going to be resharing here my videos of when I went to, um, 
to Walnut Grove for the Cast Reunion in 2014, and I'm sure you will all enjoy it because I fell flat on my face, and so I look a fright the whole time. And you can watch that as we wander through the rain and all the stuff at uh, Walnut Grove. So uh, we don't have another uh, episode. We don't have another episode scheduled quite yet, but look for one because I think we're going to be having another one soon. We've been doing really good last month and this month getting in uh, interviews, and hopefully that will continue. So until then, thank you for joining me for Trundle Bed Tales, and be sure to brighten the corner where you are.